0: If you go up to a random 20-year-old, right, and you'd be like, who are you? Or, what do you want to be? Mm. Crickets. And expect to get in a relationship? Yeah. D- these motherfuckers
1: are crazy. <laughs> these people, people want to have kids before they know what they want to do. In that's life. what
0: I mean. Yeah. I'm mean? <laughs> But, I mean, obviously, if, if, that's, if that's who you are, that's cool. Um, and, obviously, I know some people who have a kid, but, obviously, they have this passion, this drive, and this focus goal. So those are the type of people that got their shit on yeah. the
1: Like it's not just...
0: Uh, they're not just like mindlessly yeah. wandering around. But, oh, yeah. I woke up today. I want a kid. Like, just, yeah. They thought hard about it. Um, They're with someone that they love. Not just some random person they met on the night out. Mm. Um, And they just... They have a vision, you know? And some people they just want a kid and they don't have a vision or they want to get into like some long-term relationship and they don't even know themselves. Like how does that... Because you're bound to get into a disaster if you don't know yourself and if you try to get in a relationship. All right. Oh. <laughs> you already know I'm hiding this. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Red Side Podcast. I'm here today with, of course, Mr. Vine Hemingway. Hiya. How's it going, man?
1: I'm good. How yeah, yeah I'm, I'm doing good, man. Obviously, we're
0: yeah. in a national lockdown as we yeah. recording this, um, which, by the way, we're socially distanced. Yeah. Um, we're in. This is for educational purposes because, of course, we're educating you, the mm-hmm. people. Now, today we are talk about careers, dating, and just overall like the world and its current state, and of course, social media as well. Now, we've had some conversations about this in the pub, obviously not recorded conversations. Yeah. Now, I feel like I want to have you on because number one, the reason why I know Ryan is because we're going to work together on a project which is remaining untitled because I don't want to spoil anything um and also you're in the film industry as well you aspire yeah. to be in the film industry and on top of that you're you're just a cool guy right now but yes. i appreciate
1: you
0: well of course man you earned it man obviously, obviously i don't want to have anyone on this show that i don't have respect for you know yeah so man where do we begin like <laughs> uh, what do you want to do what do you want to talk about dating career detoxing with the film industry what do you want to talk about
1: first Let's social go. media Maguro, uh, Let's go with story social media, I think. Fuck That's yeah. quite fresh, isn't it? Um,
0: do you think social media has done more good for the world or do you think it's done more
1: evil, would you say? I can be, The thing is, with social media, it can be good use of good. Yeah. But it, in the wrong hands or in malicious kind of ways, it can do a lot worse than good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and Propaganda? Yeah, propaganda. But also, when people see propaganda, they think... Or you mean maybe Republican propaganda, mm. or maybe even people saying leftists and people left wing, right wing. Yeah. I think it just creates a lot of division because mm. it's like during World War Two, if everyone had like social media, can you imagine? I just don't think. I don't it, think it. Yeah, it, would be, <laughs> it wouldn't end. I, I think
0: we would be even more of a weaker generation than we are right now because obviously World War Two, you know, people had to toughen up. We didn't have a ch- well, didn't have a choice, yeah. and uh, right now we have the which you call it, the luxury of sitting back, tweeting a load of shit and not have any consequences. Escapism as well. It's
1: social escapism in a way. But I think a lot of these, a lot of the people that are affected by social media are people who rely on it to feed off their emotions and like crisis, like especially during Mm. COVID. We're encouraged to use social media. And I think it's been used for good. You look at George Floyd, you look at Black Lives Matter. I think that's been, that's a a positive example. Mm. But when you look at I don't know. You talk about Lewis Hamilton. You know, <laughs> yeah. So you're talking about Lewis Hamilton in terms of do you feel like, do you feel like he's fake as, as as far as people go? A right. <laughs> little bit know. of
0: context for those watching yeah. right now. Before we recorded, we talked a little bit about, a little bit about Lewis Hamilton, and obviously because you know shout out Ferrari, even yeah. though they'll probably never sponsor me. Yeah. Um, now people, okay, Lewis Hamilton. Very talented, very fucking good at what he does, and obviously congratulations of his you know seventh championship win. Mm. Now, as a person, there's some people like Lewis Hamilton? Even though he's cool as a you know as a driver, I respect the talent, I respect the hustle. He works, he really works hard for success. Sometimes I just get the feeling, and not just him, people like that. It's just a bit. They have this you know virtue signaling, virtue signaling. Um, uh, where yeah. they try to oh, look can be I'm a great person, look at all the things that I really care about the world, but the actions that don't match with it because I know he put out a tweet one time i don't know I don't remember when this is, but um, he said, no social media, um, no phone, um, I just went on a boat ride with my dog or something like that, and just had a good time and thought about how much of the world is in a bad state, but I mean obviously talks about climate change as well but I mean he was on a boat like
1: a private boat and a a private jet
0: does he have his own jet as well?
1: Yeah I'm pretty sure he has a private jet and
0: on top of that I know he's a Formula 1 driver but um, obviously he can't really do much about the carbon emissions that come out obviously obviously the Formula 1 but his day to day activities so for example like taking his own jet um, a private boat and living that luxurious life it doesn't match with what he's trying to say you know it's
1: it's a common trend I think of a lot of celebrities or i guess the blue tick people yeah uh <laughs> blue tick people <laughs> what i mean what i mean you know what i mean by that like yeah people the thing about social media is it's all visual i like mm. people like to think of it as um a common thing that i've noticed that the more likes you have or mm. the more uh valid- validity you get it's based off uh your current status already mm. so you can be you can be someone like Donald Trump has a blue tick, right? <laughs> uh, okay, I you know I won't go too into much into it, but like <laughs> go he, for everyone. <laughs> he, he tweets, he tweets like a lot, and yeah. everyone's becomes desensitized to that kind of thing. And I think a lot of celebrities with that blue tick, um, mm-hmm. they get put in this category of people who are sort of anything they say is the like a lot of I don't know Hollywood is doing this thing where they're mm-hmm. doing a lot of um, activism through social media. I think it's good, mm-hmm. but it's about where, why though, like
0: feed their ego yeah and to make themselves okay this is where it gets interesting everyone thinks they're such a good person but do you think okay this is a personal question do you yourself think you're a good person
1: i think i have good moral compass Mm. yeah um i don't think it's been utilized as much as i could do Mm. but that's you know through my career i could change that Mm. But I'm only twenty
0: years old, so you'll you have plenty of time to grow as well, plenty yeah. of things to learn, Definitely. and obviously plenty of people to meet. Um, because uh, social media, like so many people, want to be good people so much, and I get it. Mm. Everyone wants me to be the hero of their own story, and I know you, you said you have a good moral compass and all that, all that kind of stuff. But I actually don't see myself as a good person.
1: Really? No, I don't.
0: Because I think the way I grew up, I was always portrayed as a villain. It's always, oh, you know, he's not, you know, brown enough for this. and all that yeah. kind of stuff. obviously religion re- religious reasons. So religiously, I could be considered a villain because I don't pray. I don't do all this, you know, religious stuff. Uh, you might consider me a good person, but another person that may have something bad to say to me consider me some type of villain, you know, which is very interesting because you have different perspectives. But I don't consider myself evil either. So I don't, I don't consider myself both good or bad, but mm. I consider myself real because I say what's from the heart. And even though some sometimes it may not be right i mean at least i mean it i don't have to sugarcoat anything i don't have to lie about anything i could like look at someone dead in the eye and be like look this is how i feel and if they don't like it then that's okay because at least it's me at least who i am and that's why when it comes to my projects obviously it's very dark it's a very vulnerable side of me and it got some dislikes shout out to the people who dislike my videos <laughs> but um at least that's okay but i'm glad though because it shows you know freedom of speech it shows like they have the right to voice their opinion if they don't like me they don't like me if they love me they love me but um i don't see myself as a good person i see myself as an evil person i just see myself as someone that's real you know i just want to make sure that whatever i do at least i somehow changed the world in some way shape or form it may not t- it may not take a year it may not take a decade it may take decades um or maybe i might be the person that sparks a change um within someone who makes a change of the world you know like um spark the brain that changes the world hopefully um but i guess interesting because obviously the generation before us um they obviously see us as a, you know, ungrateful and have it easy and all that kind of stuff. Do you think the previous generations had it more difficult than us? Or do you think we have it harder?
1: Uh,
0: Like our parents? Yeah.
1: I think it's difficult because I think everything's relative to, we could have, I don't think we could comprehend what it was like Mm. uh, for them. I guess our, our grandparents or maybe even our parents, um, A lot can change in 40 or so years uh obviously social media has come about and you know we discuss if that's a good thing or not and Mm. i don't think i think we don't know yet we're gonna Mm. i think in about 10 or 20 when we get older you know yeah he's been saying all this time that stuff like that ai by the time we're older maybe that will be the next thing for the next generation Mm. um but and privacy and all but i think we're so desensitized to stuff right now and i think that's what our generation's problem is we're so desensitized to violence. And I can talk about, it's weird because I disagree with the fact that, or the uh, statement that video games cause violence.
0: Yeah, I disagree with that as well. At 100%. the same time,
1: but at the same time, right, I believe that we can be desensitized through media in mm-hmm. the form. But so I'm, I'm conflicted in that sense because mm-hmm. I did an essay on this, a video essay on this with, uh, with Razvan earlier yeah. on. Uh, shout out Razvan, by the way. If he's watching us. He's great. Um, yeah we did a project on this and, and it was about GTA 5 and stuff but I think they I think a lot of our problems lie in desensitization mm-hmm. um, and obviously we're becoming quite converged in, in like culturally and stuff and mm-hmm. like we're really aware of like a lot of the social problems whereas I doubt 20 year old like our parents would have <laughs> they, they might have cared but they might not be aware mm-hmm. Um, you know ignorance is bliss sometimes um, and I think it's not okay to be ignorant about subjects, but we've made so much awareness about stuff that we don't, okay, we'll change this. We mm. think, okay, it's just part of society now. Mm. And shout out to them every few years. you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of dark in that sense. Black mirror kind of thing.
0: But yeah, it's very, yeah, our world, Black Mirror is very aligned. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what they say, art imitates life anyway. It does. So, I mean, Black Mirror, it's just a reflection of who we are. Sure. And, you know, if, if it wasn't, then it would have been Black Mirror, you know? But you mentioned like generations and, you know, like our parents and whatnot and just desensitizing, um, you know, obviously the media like desensitizing us. Um, Do you think we lack empathy compared to our previous generation or do you think we built upon the empathy from the previous generation? So do you think we're more empathetic compared to our parents or do you think we're not?
1: For, again, this, after this personal experience, mm. I believe that we're less empathetic. Do you think so? I, I think we're far less empathetic because I think we show, this is, goes back to like, we, show, we can show We can show. something. Yeah, but, but you don't live it. Yeah, we, yeah. A lot of our generation is all about show, don't tell. Mm. And, you know, that's, that is causing a big, uh, big problem. Like, I just look at our generation. I can't <laughs> imagine us being in charge. Like, you don't think so? No, I can't imagine. I guess every generation has this thing, but yeah. as I've got older, you think they know what they're doing. Mm. Uh, you think the government knows what they're doing. You know, shout out to Boris, okay? <laughs> shout out to Bojo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> then you get to that point, and you realise yeah. even your parents are worried, and they're kind of clueless about what's going on, mm. and you kind of you feel less security in that way. And I think we've become desensitised, and if we're and if we're morally showing that we're Okay, I feel this way about a certain subject, but yeah, that's how it is. Uh, that, <laughs> Man, that's, that's crazy. I'm not saying that's how I think it is mm. or how it should be, but I think I think it's just how it is.
0: Um, I do get your mindset though, because people have that fake it till you make it approach. Yeah, but I I don't believe in. I, I know some people think we have you have to it. fake it till you make it. I don't yeah. believe it. I think yeah, you have to it. work for it till you become it type of thing. And I know you think we've become less empathetic, but I think because of my personal experience. Uh, with my culture that I grew up in, with my parents, and my upbringing, um, they don't have to express their emotions. And I know, said the older generation can't really express themselves as much. They never really had that outlet. Uh, because how many brown filmmakers do you know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> because they all became doctors and lawyers. That's the thing. True, They're not allowed to become filmmakers or artists because it's frowned upon. Um, because it's not a real job. Well, whatever the fuck that means, you know? <laughs> but... Um, I think we become more empathetic because with the rise of social media and the rise of mental health, I know some people use it as a trend, but um, people are more aware of it because obviously social media has been very beneficial in making it a trend, in making it, um, raising awareness. I know raising awareness doesn't do everything, but it gives you an insight that other people are going through the same thing. And if social media, because YouTube cancels social media, um, so if, I, if social media was not in our generation... There'll be no renaissance. There would not be this. Like, this is a mental health podcast. <laughs> so like We're literally um, doing our part in um, helping not only this generation, but the generation that comes after us. And the generations after that, because they take this message. They'll be like, oh, this is what he was thinking when he was 20 years old. Um, let me add on to that. And then the next generation will add on to that. I and mean, you keep building and building. Um, you can say the same with art as well art's never finished it's always left un, you know um, incomplete for mm. someone to keep adding on to and it just keeps going on and on and on and hopefully keep developing but another topic I want to discuss is obviously we're both the same age uh, you're, you're 20 right? I'm 20 uh, okay. you're getting old <laughs> <laughs> I say saying that, I'm 20, 21 next month <laughs> well we're 21 next month by the time I'm recording this but um, this, I would find this very difficult to do recently well difficult in general but dating (laughs) the old face does change what do you think of uh how would you say your dating experience has been within the past well as long as you lived basically
1: (laughs) it hasn't been traditional uh it hasn't been the traditional like what Mm -hmm. you see uh i guess everyone will say that though i think that's the thing about it um Mm -hmm. It's been kind of... Uh, non I say non-existent. It's been very, like, tame. Like, mm. yeah, I've 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 been here and there, but at, at the same time, um, my experience has kind of, like, led me to this point where I don't think it's worth it. At, at the I get state. you. I do get you. So, like, I haven't <laughs> got to a point where I've had to rely on someone as much. Yeah. I feel like p- people, if are looking for something to rely on, there's people who constantly are in relationships and people who are never in them and I guess there's in between it's not that black and white or binary Mm. but at least for me I feel like I'm not in any category Mm. Uh, but at the moment I just don't think uh, it's it's not
0: been beneficial it's not been
1: beneficial I don't I think monetary value I can see some people benefiting from that like monetary Mm. I don't know some people I think you know not even monetary like situational Mm. you're living with someone or uh, it's just um, you have an emotional connection with someone so you you decide Mm. that person is your soulmate I don't. Th- I think that how it sometimes that how it works. Mm. I don't think it's always. I don't really believe in soulmates either. Neither do I. Yeah.
0: That's little sort of fucking bullshit. Thanks, Disney. Fucking yeah. pricks. saying <laughs> bullshit. It goes back
1: to. I have this. It's not my philosophy, but it's. I like to think that someone said. Um, someone said to me that we sold men are sold sex and women are sold romance. Mm. So, in that sense, that's like, good philosophy. Would you agree with that? Like,
0: I agree because yeah. um, OnlyFans, clear trend, like yeah. guys are sell um, sex and like, um, I feel like the reason why guys buy OnlyFans um, and compared to like traditional porn is because they have that emotional connection to the person who's selling the OnlyFans because they have an actual engagement with them because obviously pornography, you don't engage um, like they don't address you whatsoever. Well, unless it's like a break in the fourth wall type of thing. If you're into that kinky <laughs> shit, you know, like, yeah, I'm not going to judge or anything. You know? <laughs> but, um, it's just, um, OnlyFans, obviously you, side talk to a girl, but it's not like a real relationship. You just get acknowledged by, unless you're a fucking sim. Uh, sh- uh, no, don't shout out to the sims. <laughs>
1: uh, there's a lot of sims.
0: De-shout out to the yeah. sims. But, um, it just, you have that connection to the person selling you, whatever it is, a photo, a video, I don't know what they do with OnlyFans. But, um I feel like that's why people are into it because of that connection and they sold the idea of um, love and sex and whatnot. So it's like a mix in between, uh, because obviously you said men are uh, promised sex, Um, but I feel like it's a hybrid between sex and intimacy Mm. uh, depending on who you are, obviously. And obviously a woman they sold this idea of romance, but the thing is, (laughs) they don't want to work for it, man. (laughs) They expect things to happen. So obviously not all of them, just to clarify, Um, but a load of girls I have personally have to date um obviously you might have dated as well and obviously some others um they just want things so quickly i mean, even when they get it it's like this is what just,
1: i don't want this the chase i yeah it goes back to the chase and stuff um on a prime whatever i don't know why it happens but mm. i guess I, i'm not one to at least like right now i mean i'm only 20 years old i feel like a lot of people talk about dating as if You should be in a certain place. Mm. You know, there's people getting married right now. There's people, and (laughs) yeah. yeah, And I'm I'm not judging. Like, yeah. You can't.
0: Your brain isn't fully developed until you're 25.
1: Really? Yeah. 25.
0: And like, people don't really know themselves. Because if you ask, if you go up to a random 20 year old, right, and you'd be like, who are you? Or what do you want to be? Crickets. And expect to get in a relationship? Yeah these motherfuckers
1: are crazy these people, people want to have kids before they know what they want to do in that's life. what I mean
0: yeah. I'm mean. <laughs> but I mean obviously if, if, that's, if that's who you are that's cool um, and obviously I know some people who have a kid but obviously they have this passion this drive and this focus goal so those are the type of people that got their shit on the yeah. street
1: like it's not just
0: uh, they're not just like mindlessly yeah. wandering around but, oh yeah I woke up today I want a kid. <laughs> they thought hard about it. Um, they're with someone that they love. Not just some random person they met on the night out. Mm. Um, And they just... They have a vision, you know? And some people just want to kid and don't have a vision or they want to get into, like, some long-term relationship and they don't even know themselves. Like, how does that... Because you're bound to get into a disaster if you don't know yourself and if you try to get in a relationship. But there are some people who... who can help you find yourself uh, or help you build yourself. Mm. But... Most times, people are worried about their own shit. So, it's interesting, the whole men and women debate, well, not debate, discussion. Um, like, obviously, women are sold romance, men are sold sex. Um, it's, to me, it's a hybrid in between. They both need it. It's
1: just like a Tinder. Yeah. Oh I think, God. Don't talk about I mean, I think, <laughs> yeah. it's not like, we're, it's not like men and women are like, They're not talking they're, to each it's other. It's equally as bad, I think, yeah. it, and it's not really our fault. I think it's the way we marketed stuff. Mm. Like we just marketed this idea that, you know, girls look at Disney princesses; they get saved by the guy, mm. and it's always that game of the chase and stuff like that. Mm. And I think the world that we live in isn't a reflection of that. I think maybe a hundred years, maybe fifty even years ago, mm. uh, our parents they had no idea that right now it's so volatile. Like with careers, you want to know what you want to do maybe 50 years ago you would have a set path because a lot of people were traditionalists back then mm. but we don't have any traditionalist values at least our generation doesn't unless um, least form from a religion i guess but that's it yeah i think that's another thing i think religious religious values and stuff like that are also being not destroyed but i think they're kind of filtering out slowly i feel what i know a lot of atheists or maybe not atheists, but agnostics Agnostic. yeah
0: i'm a well i'm spiritual in that yeah. sense yeah
1: i get what you mean though but it's I mean, is there a higher power? I don't know. We're, yeah. we're a very questioning generation, whereas I don't think our parents were. They, they just accepted, how, accepted it was. how it was. Yeah, and I think that's where it goes to um, dating as well. We have literally no guidance uh, because we're expected to know what we want to do, mm-hmm. but we don't. Uh, especially and yeah, if we're all in the same boat.
0: We're all about to sink together. Yeah. I mean, we're all, we're all in this together, yeah. at least.
1: We, <laughs> you know? We've got climate change coming. Apparently, we've only got 10 years to save it and stuff
0: like that. I mean, hopefully, I can change the world in 10 years with my art, but, you know, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who knows? I mean, I don't know. Obviously, you know, death is another thing as well. Who knows how long we'll be here for? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, can shit can just happen like that. And um, when it comes to, you mentioned Tinder. <laughs> so, it's like, where do you, have you had Tinder before? I had this personal question.
1: I I downloaded it once, but and I've also been put on it as a joke by my mates uh, like yeah. years ago, years ago. But uh, um, but not proper, proper. I've never it. seen it as a serious
0: thing. Thing is, I've been on Tinder a few times, well, actually, loads of times. Actually, by the past I guess get lonely. <laughs> but like, obviously, I want to meet people. I just want to just see who's out there, you know. Instead of like randomly pursuing someone, like if I see someone attractive down the street um, that, that looks at like my age, and I just go up to them and talk to them, it's just a bit. It's more admirable, but it's just like just it's more. A moment. Your friends can find you now. <laughs> what? <Just moment. laughs> Siri, shut up. <laughs> I don't know, Siri, I don't know why Siri just uh this one on the mad one. See? Yeah. Obviously you, mess- you you mentioned Elon Musk got a fucking AI. But yeah, uh, back to my topic. Um obviously approaching a girl in person. I've done it loads of times I just cold approach this girl um is more admirable. But you're putting yourself you're automatically in lower position compared to her. So she's her, she's here and you're here. And it's like you're already in a bit of a sticky one because you have to make sure that like you're kind of leveled out. And she doesn't know you, but she knows you want something because you're coming to her. And um, it's just most of the times it wouldn't work. Unless if you obviously really, really handsome or something like that. Or if you're really famous, actually. Um, if you're just a random guy, it wouldn't work. I mean, I, it wouldn't work on me. you know I'm just some guy um, who's... Pretty fly But is you know. <laughs> very difficult Because from my experience Just to give you an insight Tinder. Tinder um, You match with loads of people But they don't speak to you Right Or they may speak to you For like three messages Four messages Don't say anything else you, like, have hey, to, ho- you have to initiate the conversation You have to initiate the conversation If yeah. you're a guy You initiate the conversation Unless if the girl Sometimes girls initiate But it'll be mm-hmm. very 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 rare
1: Bumble doesn't do that though. Bumble, Bumble yeah. you
0: have to have, have to 24 understand. hours to apply. You can yeah. give them a 24 hour extension for dating. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you already know I've been experienced with these dating apps and just dating in general. And I'm grateful for it because it really builds character. It really helps you understand what girls want as well. And it also yeah. filters out what kind of girl you want to avoid and want to keep as well. Um, it's just been a bit, dating has been difficult. It's COVID especially, you can't really go out there and talk to people mm-hmm. But you just got to be really, really fucking careful when it comes to... Obviously, guys are a piece of shit as well. I'm um, sorry to the piece of shit, guys. I don't know you're thinking of, sir. But um, it just some girls, they just you got to watch out because obviously they juggle with different options at the same time. And you may think, obviously, I was very naive back in the day. You may think, oh, she's only speaking to me. You know, just, just know of a guy. But once she finds that extra option, they'll be like, yeah, all right, you, you're not good enough. Okay, I'm just going to dish you out. And then she'll filter it out, and then just choose yeah. the best one. And then when the best one doesn't work out, she come running back to you, yeah. and be like, "Oh, you know, I'm sorry, we haven't spoken in a while. You know, how you been?" And they always—it just—it's how it is, man. But I p- trust me, there is plenty of great women out there. Yeah. But I feel like you wouldn't find them on. It's very, very, very rare you find them on Tinder. I think. Th-
1: mm, it, I I do believe people genuinely find real connections through Tinder and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, mm. I just don't think, it, yeah, I've never been into it. Um, There's no need, trust me, you don't want to waste yeah, your time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in that sense, it's all about priorities, I guess. Um, mm. You've got to work on yourself before you obviously go into that thing. So, mm. I mean, some people don't, it's not that binary. Again, it's like, what is dating it? It's like in COVID, I've, I don't think, if you look at it means as a means to an end, mm. like, if you keep on viewing people as like, okay, am I going to marry the next person I, I see, am I going to marry them? I suppose I'm gonna get with I'm gonna marry them, and mm-hmm. I think some people have that and some people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm just like on the fly. If I meet someone at books or I don't know, anywhere, uh, it's a human connection. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not really good for texting either, like, or digital stuff mostly. Um because mm-hmm. I do media, but yeah, so, <laughs> I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm,
0: I do social media detox. I don't yes, I like
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, that's yeah, mm. that's how it is,
0: but I just. Mm. It's difficult mm. thing, but it just you just got to keep working on yourself and whatnot. I know, I know people say, you know, keep working on yourself, keep building on yourself. But when's that point where you realise, okay, I'm done building myself. Now I'm ready to come out. Do you know, when do you think is that point to be like, okay, I'm ready? You know, when do you think
1: that could be? Ready for?
0: Just staying. So do you think you need to be financially stable? Or do you think you don't have to be financially stable? You can just go out
1: there? I think... Everyone says a lot of people say when they become successful, mm. they would like to settle down, and that's when they don't want to get a family and just like mm. they've reached the pinnacle of their point. But I don't think anyone actually truly finds their successful mm. or can define once they've settled down. Mm. Um, like even when people are retired, I've I've worked in our people's home and I've I've spoken to them about like what they've done in their life, and it's amazing. But they never said they've never they they've never said they've been satisfied fully. They've always said, oh, you know, I was planning to do this, and then I became old. And it's like, I think regret is a big thing. Because you
0: can't get that um, time back. <laughs> so I think, like, yeah. I
1: don't know. I don't think that. Is there a point at which I want to settle down? I don't think so. Um, mm. At least not now. I mean, I'm. Definitely, not, no, definitely not now. Yeah, yeah, not now. <laughs> <laughs> you are shit done. <laughs> Come on. But like, yeah, maybe in 20 years' time, I'll think about this again. But I honestly, if I have the same mindset, I don't think, um, you know, there's no point in settling down if. Mm any point i think you constantly got to find a goal in life i don't know how you define success i don't know how anyone's to success
0: i think the beauty of it is it's very personal there's no thing, you know people say what's the meaning of life you decide what the meaning of life is. i mean i believe i'm a existentialist so i provide meaning onto whatever it is and hence my art being very symbolic mm. so you provide meaning to whatever you see um but it just you could be a nihilist and be like oh i mean we're gonna die anyway what's the point And that's it, you know, (laughs) or we could be, you know, existentialist, be like, add meaning to it, or more pessimistic and be like, yeah, just do whatever you want and just be happy about it. Uh, I just, I think the beauty just defined how you want to define it. You know, if you want to become the best filmmaker, do that. If you want to become the best documentary filmmaker or musician or painter or anything, just do it. I mean, we're going to, it's true, we're going to die anyway. But just, what about the people after us? Like, we Mm -hmm. have to make sure that we leave something behind that the people after us can refer to, you know, just in case you ever feel lost in life, because I guarantee you felt lost in your life at one point. Mm. I felt lost in my life. Every motherfucker on this planet felt lost in life. And we, chances are, we probably looked on the internet or we looked to some, I don't know, guidance or if you're religious, uh, the Bible, the Quran or something um, as guidance to be like, where do I go? What do I do? Who do I need to see? Uh, some people are mentors, all that kind of stuff. But dating is very fucking difficult, but I feel like, It'll get better, hopefully, because the more old you get, the more people start to be more, more mature. It's all experience, I think. It's all experience, yeah. because you can filter out the bad ones easily. Because if you have more experience on dates, you can be like, oh, oh so yeah, I see the red flag. Oh, I'm not going to bother. I think that's it. You yeah. just saved yourself a year, which my, me, myself, has wasted, you know? <laughs> but um, yeah, man, it's just, it's fucking crazy. And speaking of career, we're both in the film industry, or about to be in the film industry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what would you say the best part of the film industry is?
1: I think it's the diversity of ideas, and you, we have a lot of freedom. We're not bound to like. Everyone has their own thing that they can bring to the table. Yeah, uh, it's, it goes into this thing where you can pave yourself a plan. You a plan a career path hmm. at any point. Like at what point do you start thinking about media? Like I don't remember as a kid thinking. What was behind this TV? Until so I started uh, doing six form and started actually relying on entertainment a lot and just, mm. just trying to escape. And I think a lot of it's escapism. I think uh, we we as filmmakers, or if we are ever like become really successful filmmakers, I think mm-hmm. which we, of course we will. Um, yeah, that's why cool. here. Got a crown shining that's on our head. Cool. Here. Yeah, I, mean. <laughs> I think uh yeah, it's. It's, a, it's a lot, I think we can have a lot of drive. I think we have more drive than a lot of other industries. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know. That's not really... I don't know. I'm not trying to flex, but... <laughs> no, I go for think, it. Yeah. I just, it's, you look around the creative hub. Like, it's a very collaborative space. Mm. Uh, there's stuff like...
0: Creative hub is a university building for creatives. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still forgot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, university, by the way, just to clarify.
1: So, like, in that sense, I don't know. I... I was I was very skeptical of this like a year ago, mm. um, and I, was, I guess I still am because I don't know. It's very volatile and it's very like it has drawbacks. But I think the positives are that it can really attract if you have a vision and you have your idea and mm. you can really stand out. Then it can be really good, and you can also use it as a platform for good. Mm. Um, you know, I think some jobs and some careers are defined by how you help and change the world around you more than actually how you help yourself. I think a lot of people, self-preservationists, they could settle down with something like an office drone. And I, I see that happen a lot. Mm. And you think, how, how do you end up in that position? I think a lot of people go from having that dream of where they want to be, and then... I and mean, then
0: they start building someone else's dream. Yeah. Instead, and they just the give up on their own.
1: Yeah, that's the problem.
0: And they get bribed up. They get bribed by uh, extra hours and an extra paycheck, or uh, what do you call it, a promotion uh just keep forgetting about their dream. And if you're one of those people out there, I'm just saying, like, you motherfuckers need to snap out of it, okay? I'll, just, I'll snap out of it for you, okay? But um that's why, you know, I do what I do. I mean, um obviously my past it's been obviously it's not been like the slums. Shout out Louis was saying he's one of the slums. <laughs> but um just it's been a bit of a struggle. But if without that struggle, I would be just another guy. You know, I would be I wouldn't be sh- I wouldn't be doing this because I didn't have a reason to do this. And in in my co- well, the journey that I'm on, I wouldn't say career because I'm not officially a filmmaker, like a licensed filmmaker, whatever you call it. I haven't made a feature film or nothing like that. I haven't worked with the big dogs or some shit. But as a filmmaker, obviously when it comes to my journey and of course your journey, we're bound to meet up with some very similar people. And I feel like there's toxic people in the industry. Uh, in the film well in in any industry especially music industry fashion industry all that kind of stuff but in our industry I know we both have uh, some stories about some toxic people in the industry so what would you say is your toxic story like with anyone in the film industry
1: I think it's a lot of a lot of the stuff that I've sort of stuff that I've heard and experienced um, through second hand like when you look up when you want to look into the industry you're going into you look for people like role models and stuff so when those people say uh to start you're gonna have like probably the one of the worst time in your career. Like, yeah and you're gonna have to eat shit. Um I think it's about resilience. I think you can a lot of people say, um, of course you've got to eat shit. You know, mm. uh you've got to fake it till you make it, climb the ladder, you know, put a brave face on And I think that's good. You can have if you have those qualities you'll do well. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you know, you'll fall through the cracks. And it will show. Mm. And I think it goes into like, would you let people step on you in the industry? And that's what I mean. So the first experience I had, I think it was in first year university, uh, this guy came around. (laughs) Yeah, go on. This This is a guy we both know, to clarify. uh, He was at the, we came into a lecture. um, Mm. I can't remember the little module, but it was for short film or something. And he came in and he spoke to all of us about um, his opportunity that he'd be providing for us. Mm -hmm. And you know how, as a student, you get excited. First, yeah. first year student, you think, okay, you know, paying nine grand a year, you know, this is extracurricular. Mm-hmm. You know, this would be for free. You know, it will be good. And then it gets to, if there's, a, then it gets the deeper meaning of. He starts going, you, but you're not gonna have fun. You're gonna, you're gonna have to do this for experience. You need us, and then it becomes, you know, you start questioning. You start thinking, well, why would I want to do? Why well, I don't want to not enjoy my time, fucking uh, facts. Trying to build a portfolio when you can do it. I think a lot of people can do it. I mean, you're you're doing it yourself without. I did it
0: myself. Yeah. So bit of context. What he said. What Ryan said. The same thing happened to me, but on a different occasion because he's a year below me, and obviously I'm in my final year, so I'm about to finish off uh, university soon. But what you mentioned, like I did it on my own, which is true because in the university you can book out equipment. Uh, so the cameras that we're using right now is the Canon C100s. We're using two for obviously two people. Um, you can book that out, and you could just like call up a local business, be like, "Yo, can I make a video for you?" You could do it for free. I uh, just pay for my expenses. I want like travel. And be like, "Yeah, sure," because there's plenty of um, businesses that need videos, and it's not cheap. This shit is not cheap like, at all. And obviously, you have to take time to hone your craft and whatnot. So if you're getting a call saying, you know, you it for free, be like, "Oh, okay. I mean, fuck it. He's a student. Why not?" So that's what I did. I just went out there and did my own thing and because that is it just taught me experience. It just taught me um, the marketing side as well because a load of filmmakers would be like oh I can make great films. Is anyone watching it? Does anyone care? You know it's as rough and rude as it sounds uh, because imagine spending two years or a year on a film and it gets five views. Mm. That would be crushing <laughs> anyone i'm sorry you people can say i don't care about the money i don't care about the views um even though i don't care about the views as much i would rather have my shit <laughs> get loads of views so what you said about uh a certain somebody um being very toxic obviously it happened to me as well and it happened outside of the building whatsoever Uh, because usually people like that their whole idea of helping the youth um, apologies for not mentioning these by the way it's uh, you know we've got, we got to be a bit slight on it <laughs> but um, people like that you got to watch out because they don't care about you they even admitted it themselves mm. and the reason why they don't is because they only say that because they want you to work for free because why would they pay some 30 year guy to do a running job when they can just get a student for free because students have to work for free
1: for the most part you won't question it and suck it up
0: you just question it and just you just wonder like oh, hmm, like I'm not being respected like should I is this what the film industry is like and it turns people off from being a filmmaker Mm. it turned me off Mm. as well but then I said to myself this is the only thing I got people can leave you people can change but art and creating shit that shit will never go away like at all so toxic people like that they don't care about young people they just care about like boosting themselves up just to make sure that they make a great product at the end of the day and of course, you can advocate. You can advocate what you want for um, ethnic minorities, um, LGBTQ, all that kind of stuff. But if it doesn't show within your values and who you are as a person, we're gonna see through it. Mm. You know, young people—they're not as we're not as stupid as you think. You are just clarify. We can see through bullshit because, I mean, the internet—we can like ad, we can psychanalyze people's behavior because, see, oh, we can find out.
1: For- yeah.
0: You get a rough feel of who they are, yeah. like we can think of their if you just go through someone's Twitter, um, for the most part, not my Twitter because my Twitter's mostly dead, uh, you can see um, what politicians they support, um, what communities they're in, who they hate, uh, what kind of person they are, uh, their favorite musicians, you can literally find out so much, their age, their birthday, you can find out so much about them, and you don't even have to meet them at all, which is fucking crazy. But do you think, obviously with that experience? Um, did any of your peers feel the same way, or was it just you?
1: Yeah, I mean, initially I didn't even f- notice like, how yeah. I felt. Um, yeah. Uh, so one of my mates I was with, uh, at the time, uh, who who was there at the uh, meeting, mm-hmm. he wasn't buying it from the get go. This sonano. Uh, this yeah. This is right, <laughs> yeah.
0: that, right. real. Shout out yeah, yeah, right yeah. again. <laughs> I knew he was a real motherfucker.
1: Um, and yeah, and he was literally like. I don't. I'm. I mean, yeah. I'm just gonna say right now that I don't. I don't. I can see through the lies of you know mm-hmm. his facade, and I think that's what happens a lot in the industry. A lot of people have a fake kind of uh, persona. That's
0: what I mean. Everyone's trying to be good people, but are you yeah. real? Are they just trying to
1: get money so that they can provide for the family. Like that's the thing, though. I think people aren't. I think there's evil people, but they still have their own drive. So mm-hmm. like, he might not be thinking he's a toxic person. These people probably don't think they're being they don't. toxic. No, they just think. This is the most efficient way to run a business hmm. and i think that's where that's how i can cope with it i, hmm. I realized that okay there's something personal i i guess you've got to suck it up in that sense hmm. uh, at, least, at least that's what i came to the conclusion to
0: but from my end i got nothing much else to say obviously we talked about dating career talks to people in the industry and obviously we're both on the same We're very, obviously not on the exact same path very similar paths and we're both just gonna rise up and obviously take over, man. We're just gonna have to fucking do it, it's man. Be good. It's man be good. it's gonna be great. But if one last thing I wanna say is if you had if someone's listening right now or watching, um and they're struggling mentally, what would you say to them?
1: Without pushing your thoughts, that whatever negative thoughts in like that's going through your head, mm. like occupy your thoughts with just be active mm-hmm. like just occupy your thoughts constantly be don't have days where you just sleep in don't if you don't have a set plan usually for me i don't know if it's for everyone but i've noticed for me anyway you can easily get into a spiral in a circle of especially at uni as well mm-hmm. it's of just uh scrolling through social media and that being the only interaction you have mm-hmm. like i think going out there and speaking to actual humans really like uh, it's real yeah it's Mm. it's really it can really enable you uh, mentally Um, and I think it's quite refreshing uh, Mm -hmm. to speak to people and just being active yeah Mm. Um, I think that's the main thing that's got me through uh, lockdown anyway Um, because lockdown's just yeah it's a fucking endless loop yeah (laughs) feeling sorry for yourself yeah Yeah. it's just and it can very easily create like a trap and I think Mm. by the time you come out of lockdown again you're talking about burnout Mm. you can have burnout for doing nothing that's um, very true because mentally you're just strained you're, if mm. you're dealing with yourself you don't realise it but your brain's just like fried because yeah because y- your
0: brain has nothing to do Yeah, and it's just on flight mode right now so
1: it just thinks about I don't know whatever thoughts going through your head mm. Mm, and manipulates it
0: I'm certain because you mentioned a circle well you mentioned um, talk to people your circle is a reflection of who you are, whether you like it or not. You may not realize it, but it subconsciously influences your behavior. Because if you're around five toxic people, ding, 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 you're going to be around, you're going to be a fucking toxic person, you know? Yeah. Chances are you'll be a toxic person, not 100%. So obviously, we have our own individual personality traits and genetics and all that kind of stuff. And when you mentioned um, do something, be active, you've got to remember that there's always great things happen after pain. So even in simple things, so if you exercise, you'll be in pain. It's fucking tough doing exercise. But the payoff, you feel fucking good. And also you'll look good as well. And you feel just, you just glow. You just feel better about yourself. So to those who are struggling right now, just be active. And obviously it's hard, It's easier said than done. But one step at a time, if you woke up, make your bed. That's it. Or if you just, exactly. if um, If you have a notepad and pen, write down your thoughts. You'll be very surprised how much effect... Writing down your feelings and thoughts can happen uh, just by writing it down. You'll be very surprised on the benefits as well, especially doing it regularly, um, just venting out on the paper. Um, not only will it be great, but by the long term, you can look back at it six months' time and be like, oh, this is how I felt. I'm oh, great, I don't feel like that anymore because you got it all out and you were more reflective on your behaviour and whatnot. But Ryan, thank you very much for going on no the problem. podcast. Yeah, this was, <laughs> man, this is a great conversation. I just want to say... I hope things go well for you and whatnot. Um, Obviously, there's going to be a load of leeches in the industry. (sighs) Too many leeches on the industry Mm. and people that will use you. And if you're a filmmaker out there and you're listening, uh, just be careful because there are people that will try to ruin you, people that will try to jack your shit. But if you stay real, then people will know, Mm. you know, who to side with. So, man.
1: Thanks, man. Um, (laughs) i love it. Man, it's good.
0: Good. it's good, man. I appreciate it, man. Is there anything else you want to say? Like, do you want to plug your social media in or anything?
1: Uh, no, I, I, I mean, it's not built yet. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> soon. I mean, maybe next year. <laughs> next but, year, yeah. we're doing one year anniversary. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, just uh, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Man, yeah, it's all good. It. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed watching this or listening, to this uh, episode of this podcast be sure to like comment subscribe or if you're just on ITTV or Spotify or whatnot be sure to tell me your thoughts you know what do you, what do you think of my episode I like, do you like it uh, is there anything you want to talk about for the next episode and ladies and gentlemen I'll see you guys until next one
1: peace bang